New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. And Rev Bill over here. I can't believe you let me on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> and up in the upper corner is Reverend Dale Worley from the Unity of Savannah. Uh, this is Ministers Talking Shit Happens every Friday here at 7 a.m. on the Mountain Time Zone part of the New Thought Media Network. Uh, Rev Z is traveling today and so not able to be with us, which means Rev Bill gets to set, sit in as my co-host. And uh, and that means that Reverend Dale Worley is our special guest today. If you don't remember Reverend Bill, he shows up here every so often from New Thought Philadelphia. Uh, and uh, we had, a, I, I will give up the ghost a little bit here. The three of us spent last week together in Fort Lauderdale uh, we had an amazing time. We're going to talk a little bit about that later, but it leads me to my first question of the day. How about it, guys? Is it hot enough for you or what? Um, yes, I do not need it to be any warmer. Yeah, I, you know, I'm positively inspired to be on your program today. <laughs> and I just thought, you know, if Rev Z is not here, can I just be Rev D for the next hour? Because they do refer to me as Rev D a little bit in Savannah, but uh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, is it, is it hot enough for you? That's a, that's a very interesting question because here in, in the South, you know, if it's below 60 degrees, we just don't go outside. We just stay in. Right. It's time for mittens. Until it, until it warms up a little bit. So can we I'm call good. you Elvis? That's yes, I wore my <laughs> Delvis shirt just in case. There we go, Rev Delvis. I, I love it. it. This is Dale. This is the show where you can pretty much say anything you want. So yeah, we can call you Rev D. That's fine. Buddy. Well, you know, the title of the show gave me pause because uh, <laughs> I don't. It, could, it, know, it ought to. It absolutely I don't ought know to. If I want to be the minister, known as talking smack. You know, I kind of think that's pre-New Thought enlightenment for me, uh, but maybe not. We'll see as the as the time unfolds together. Exactly. We often find enlightenment somewhere around 30 to 45 minutes into the show. So, yes. Wonderful. <laughs> There's something to look forward to. This is great. We want to give a quick shout out to Linda. Good morning, Linda. Good to see you, dear one. Glad you're with us. It is a glorious day here in Colorado as well. So 
Uh, you know, we we ask these questions. Is it hot enough for you, folks? If you haven't paid attention, a scientist yesterday revealed a study that say this was this July was the hottest July on the planet in known records. For as far back as we can possibly tell, this was the hottest July across the entire planet, um, which makes me think that climate change is real. It, it actually it could be real. And I want to harken back to two of the things that you said. The first one is the title of the show, The Minister's Talking Stuff, uh, or whatever we're going to be talking. <laughs> because the name is what, shit. Yeah. Well, I spent 10 years on the radio doing zany morning shows when it was illegal to use offensive language. You know, when for some reason the Federal Communications Commission had taken a list of seven dirty words that were part of a Robert Klein comedy bit. And you weren't allowed to say them and they would take away radio stations licenses. So I always spent a lot of time skirting that line. And the thought of saying that with Mr. Microphone hanging over my head, it was just, <laughs> <laughs> gives wasn't me pause. It, wasn't it George Carlin though? That it was George said, Carlin. You're correct. Yeah. It was George Carlin. Yeah. Which was hilarious by the way. It's a, it's a very funny routine. And there was it, a station that is. almost got its license taken away because somebody, some one of their DJs played that track on the air. <laughs> I think exhibited not very good judgment, but you know, that's, that's me. That's you. Yeah. And the other thing that I wanted to mention is we did spend last week together in Fort Lauderdale and I lived in Fort Lauderdale for nine years. And one of the things that we did was go to the beach and the ocean was hotter than it's ever been. Mm. And Robert and I both went into the ocean and it was, it was hot, but what was even hotter was the sand. Oh my God, I got first degree burns on my feet. It took two days for them to cool down. Yeah. This is crazy. I, it's not going to change because I said it's crazy. But <laughs> I saw another story this week that um, there is a coral bleaching event that is at, we're actually, the scientists are witnessing it right now. Uh, coral beds off the Florida coast bleaching um, because of the heat. Well, yeah, when, when coral is going like this, <laughs> it's in the it's in the ocean it's in the water Boy, it's hot here <laughs> so you know uh if we could reach enlightenment a little bit earlier in the show i just wanted to share with you some uh, uh some thoughts from the hopi prophecy i don't know how familiar uh you guys are with that but the, the hopi indians have a um a prophecy uh, with a lot of interesting things in it. They said that people will have a web that goes all over the world that they will talk to each other on. There's another statement in the Hopi prophecy that talks about um, the, the, the earth will be covered with little uh, gray ribbons that bugs will uh, travel on. So, you know, kind of looks like highways from the sky, right? Um, so they also said that the earth is like a great dog and all the humans are like the fleas on the dog. And when the uh, fleas start to bite the dog too much, the dog will start shaking the fleas off. So welcome to the great shaking, shaking. folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you, uh, you give me a, a great image there because I think the dog is panting very, very heavily right now. Absolutely. Uh, one, one of the things that that uh, I like to remember is that the earth is a living organism. Uh, 
Um, and she's probably a little upset with some of us right now. So, so it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I drove past a site on a church yesterday that said, you think it's hot here? <laughs> and I thought, how clever. <laughs> you, you must be Christians. Uh. <laughs> Gee, never heard that one before. Uh, yeah, it's almost like the one that says CH, CH, what's missing? You are. <laughs> <laughs> a slow inspiration day at the church down the street so i just gotta say i was not aware that the goal of this um program was enlightenment <laughs> i mean it, it'd be nice but i was I, I was doing a yoga class with my daughter yesterday it was a recording and um one of the moves was to do a, a split splits which i don't do and neither does my daughter Ouch. Yeah, and the instructor said, um, "And there is not enlightenment down at the bottom of the split. <laughs> but there is just a sweaty yoga mat. There is, <laughs> there is just pain and deep questioning. Whoa, okay, yep. <laughs> right so, on. Yeah, uh, this could lead to enlightenment, but I'm not setting it as a goal for this particular <laughs> forty minute segment." There we go. Exactly. So, well, and let's jump into the conversation. Um, you know, folks that are watching at home, if, if you don't, if it's your first time wandering in and wondering what you've stumbled into, uh, this is not normal. Uh, but what is normal is we get in a room, we get in a studio about a half an hour before showtime, and we say, what do you want to talk about? And uh, often we talk about things that are in the news, things that are going on in our lives, things that are here. And, and one of the things that came up this morning is a talk that we all got to listen to last week. As I said, we were all together at the International New Thought Alliance's 108th World Congress. It happened in Fort Lauderdale, Florida at the Sunshine Cathedral. And one of the featured speakers at this conference uh, is Reverend Chad Groverland. Uh, now, Reverend Chad is the president and CEO of UWM, Unity Worldwide Ministries, I believe. That's correct. Yep. His yeah, correct that's title. Uh, and he presented a, a talk to us as a keynote style talk that really looked at as spiritual communities, it's imperative for us to avoid creating clickbait in our programming and in what we do and how we present to the world because the world is addicted to social media. And in many ways, we have to be um, the curative feature, if you will, to, to that dilemma that, that we have a unique opportunity. But part of it is, and, and I'll be straight up with you guys, I said this to him afterwards, I said, you know, his talk sounded like an indictment of this entire network. And, and it would have been real easy for me to sit back there and say, you're just ripping apart my whole concept of, uh, of how to do ministry here. Um, but I saw something else a little different as well. And, and it wasn't, it could have been an indictment. I don't believe it was. I believe he was in his own way. Uh, I think as you might've said it, uh, or somebody said it, stirring the pot a little bit. And I know for me, when I stir the pot, it's because I want to see what bubbles up. 
I want to see what what come what what's sitting at the bottom and needs to be brought to the light. What needs to be brought up. So I would love to hear and share a little more with both of you guys. What did you hear in that talk last week? What uh, where do you say? Well, I would just that? like to ask for immunity for any further indictments for the rest of this show, if that's possible. <laughs> It didn't work for Hunter Biden, but it'll work for you. We were talking about a few things before the show started, folks. <laughs> well, you know, I did hear a speaker at the very same INTA Congress a year ago who talked about um, lots of people are running around like this all the time looking at their screens. So why don't we give them content? Um that represents new thought principles because uh, there are plenty of other people who are doing the same thing and and some of them are doing it very aggressively so if 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 people are staring at their screens anyway can we give them you know you are the light of the world uh, that, that's another way to uh, to look at it right <clears throat> Where it came from, I was wondering who was Shad who said that a year ago. Um, but uh, yeah, what it gave to me was we know what we want to be doing. What we want to be doing is taking this wonderful concept that is new thought, this very powerful, very simple teaching that is accessible and really intimidating. I mean, people get into it and say, wow, I'm creating my own life. And then almost immediately they say, oh my God. I'm to blame for everything that's happening in my life. Um, so this is, this, is, this is not for the, uh, the faint of heart. Mm. Um, and so there's the idea, we want to spread that. That's been my mission for close on to 30 years at this point, is I have found this teaching, I found it to be spectacular. I think it's a bright light. And what I want to do is hoist that light high enough over the horizon that people who are looking for it can find it. And I've been describing it that way for a long time. And... Social media is a great way to go viral, to reach hundreds or thousands or millions of people with a, 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 with a message. And it's about finding the one that resonates. So on the one hand, I completely understand our desire to do that. And we're going into an ecosystem that doesn't necessarily care about the bright light of love that we're shining in the world because we're doing this on social media platforms, which are gained, geared towards monetizing our attention. So when we pay attention, what we're doing is we're investing the resource that we have, which is our attention in whatever is getting put on the screen. And these huge tech companies with the platforms are really, really good at researching and understanding what's going to keep us watching longer, what's going to let them monetize our viewership even more. So there might be an un unintended consequence that while we're trying to put out a really positive uplifting message and get that light to the people who are looking for it uh, we're serving up more more clickbait so that we can help monetize attention by the way when's the first time you heard the term monetize <laughs> the first time i remember the word monetize was when my daughter was little and we thought we'd take her to a modeling agency to see if we could model monetize having a daughter but it was sort of tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> <clears throat> and that was the only way that you could do. You could monetize something. Well, I'm doing this anyway. Let me let me make some money at it. Usually, it, it was like, all right, I'm going to 
start a business or I'm going to get a job and I'm going to monetize my time and my attention and my, my energy or my resources somehow. But now it's our, we're monetizing each other's attention. So, and my daughter did not get a modeling gig. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's, she's moved past that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you, know, you, you do make me, when was the first time I heard the concept of monetize, right? It's, to me, it goes back to probably 30 years ago, the first time I heard the concept of brand yourself. And as one that has never been, uh, let's say, suited for the corporate world, uh, <laughs> I was just not, just not born that way, guys. It, no, it doesn't happen that way. Uh, not suited for the corporate world. I've always been in that entrepreneurial space where we didn't call it monetizing, but that's really what it was. We had to create, you had to become your own brand. And sometimes it seems to me like we've taken that just a little too far. Um, it, in the pre-show, Dale, you, you reminded us like all of these, all these conversations have a both and. There is good to the TikTok influencer and there is that that can be used for uh, ill means by the TikTok influencer. So we create these ourselves as a brand and some people take that pendulum ride to the far side. That gets a little out of hand. Where can we go? How can we help to balance what's going on out there in the world by sitting in studios and, and having conversations like this? I think a huge piece of it is, is intention and consciousness. And yes. what I take from what Shad said is, let us not assume that what we're doing is what we think we're doing or what we want to be doing. And to, to be contemplative and, uh, and, and, and put some thought into how, how do we best do what it is that we're doing and not make the assumption that we need to do it the same way other people are doing it or we need to do it the same way we've been doing it there might be a, a different model or a different approach or a, a different you know, way of, of, of seeing or saying something. I think TikTok is really kind of stupid. I'm, I'm on TikTok because one of my digital media coordinators said, we should be on TikTok. And it's like, okay, I will we'll be on TikTok. And periodically I turn on TikTok and not sure what's going on. I'm, I'm teaching a, a, a Adventures in Spirituality class this summer. And it's a combination of uh, spiritual practices and the placebo effect and quantum physics. Because you know, what do you, you know, how are you going to spend your fun summer vacation? So I've been watching videos uh, to share about quantum physics, and I went on TikTok, and TikTok for some reason served up a video of Michio Kaku, who is a theoretical physicist who talks about string theory and quantum physics, and is kind of entertaining as he does so. Well, I had never searched anything on TikTok, and I didn't even use the same device or account that I used for doing the rest of the work. So how in the world did TikTok serve that up to me? Which, by the way, is going to be in the class in two weeks. Um, and then the other thing that I see from time to time on TikTok um, are people who are they're reporters, and they basically have a good time trolling um, uh, basically the, the, the people who are watching the closed ecosystem. Usually it's a Fox News watcher's. You know, and there was one yesterday, you know, where the, 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 
the, the person was saying, well, the, the, the 2020 election was stolen. He says, well, how do you know that? Well, because everybody knows that. And he says, well, there have been 60 court cases where that was challenged and they haven't found anything to it. And she says, how do you know that? And the guy says, well, it's in the court dockets. She says, well, I had to, who, who told you that? It's like, it's public information. It's the court. That's, their, that's a public institution. And the, the conversation was, you can't possibly know that's true because who told it to you? Like, we've gone into our silos here and we're going to defend this must be right because I heard it and you must be wrong because you're listening to somebody different. And there's a huge problem. I'm, I'm certainly not going to reach those people. The guy who was saying it's on the court docket couldn't reach this person. I, that There was not enlightenment that was about to happen in that conversation. <laughs> so, so there's... The, we are participating in this activity. I don't think that we're necessarily going to be the biggest uh, part of the solution, but we can be part of the solution and we, we can be a de decisive part and maybe help tip something. Yeah. Has anybody uh, jumped on threads yet? Yeah, I can't figure out why. I did yeah. for a hot minute and then regretted it and then learned that if you delete it, they delete you. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. You can deactivate threads, but if you delete it, you have to delete your Instagram account as well because they're linked, right? Right. Yeah. Which, which was the which was the um, um, trick <laughs> to get us to sign up for it. It's easy if you're already on Instagram, right? Right. But uh, I, I have to say, I did it the second day it was out, and uh, they said we would like to access probably three times as much more of your personal information as we did on Instagram. Are you okay with that? And I said, well, of course, because I want to be on threads like everyone else, right? Because <laughs> everybody's doing it, you know, so I need to be on there too. But I love it. It's like the nice Twitter so far, you know, everybody on there is like, have a great day. Did and, you and, know that you can do anything you want? That sort of thing. And Dale, I'm sorry. You obviously didn't get the memo. Um, Elon sent a memo. We're not allowed to use the word Twitter anymore. It's X. Well, Twitter is now my X. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter is about to be everybody's X. <laughs> I think, what's I think that was a, probably a bad choice of letter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're not going to tweet anymore. Are we going to twex? Maybe I don't know. Like, hey, I just sent an X out. Did you get just it? Just sent you an X. Yeah. It's, I think we're going to do a Nancy Reagan and just say no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be of our um, generation, I think, to get that joke. I am perfectly okay making assumptions that all of the arcane things that I say people will understand. Okay. Well, I will <laughs> join with you in that assumption. If not, go look it up. <laughs> because a lot of the things that we were talking about pre-show, like, should we talk about this? Should we talk about that? Like, I have no clue about, like, famous country singers. I'm like, who? Who is that? Like, when I think of country music, I think of Johnny Cash. And Willie Nelson, uh, you know, so I feel like in some ways I'm totally clueless to, to what is going on in the world. But 
if you want to know the best show on Hulu, Netflix, <laughs> HBO Max, or Amazon Prime, I'm your guy. Like, I can tell you what to watch on streaming because there's a point where my brain just turns to mush. So that's your after... superpower? It is my superpower. It's okay. drama. <laughs> Have you seen the Barbie movie? No, but I can't wait. <laughs> My kids loved it. I have not seen I'm it. I'm so it. looking forward to seeing it, yes. And because I'm such uh, I'm such a streamer, I got the new Mission Impossible for free. Oh my Xfinity, yeah, to watch at home on my little screen. So because you know, uh, Tom Cruise does all his stunts, so there you go. Need to watch that. <laughs> I watch Jack Ryan and he does none of his stunts. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we have wandered way off our intention. I took, folks. I took sure the show to a screeching halt. Well, I'm not sure how Tim Cruise, Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible are leading us to enlightenment, but I imagine they have a course we could take to learn more. I'm sure. I'm sure that somebody would be happy to lecture us for any number of hours until we're enlightened or buy something. <laughs> Tom Cruise buy something. By yeah. the way, speaking of buying things in the International New Thought Alliance, did you know that there is a discounted price for registration at the INTA con Congress next year? at unity village in july and if you buy your ticket on newthoughtevents.org before the end of this month july 2023 you will receive the lowest price possible ever for this congress which is amazing as the three of us will um testify to yeah and i will also point out that that's uh if, if you're an inta member it's less than you'll pay as an inta member and if you're not then it's way less than you pay even wow. if you do the early bird price. So that's definitely worth doing. It's going to be a good Congress next year. It's going to be great. It's at Unity Village. Like, what fun. That'll be wonderful. If you've never been to Unity Village, go. If you are a new thought person, you should go to Unity Village at least once in your life and just see what what's going on out there. And for doing dueling plugs, if you can't wait until next summer to go to Unity Village, you can go the but first wait. week in October for the Anton retreat. There's more. <laughs> There's more. What is Anton built? What is Anton? What what do those call letters represent? It's, it's another four-letter acronym that has New Thought in the middle of it. No, it's the affiliated New Thought <laughs> Network. Um, it's kind of the peer network for people who are in a in new thought and it's not just ministers or practitioners or licensed unity teachers it's it's everybody and this year the the, the retreat is actually going to be a retreat so it's uh, awesome music daniel namot and nemo are going to be there uh, performing um and uh jafan Seely is one of the uh, the keynotes and the afternoons are going to be sacred time so there's going to be an opportunity to go and do the stuff that you can do at unity village and daniel namot and i are going to do an interactive musical prayer kind of thing which will be fun we're going to we're going to have that live streamed on here on new thought media network um there will be other people who are doing uh virtual stuff because it's a it's a hybrid retreat so just stuff that's online go take a nature walk go to the unity archive if you've never done that to, to dig through and see all the cool stuff 
Uh, I took one visit to the Unity Archive four years ago, and it led to my doctoral dis dissertation. Wow. So, yeah. I'm, I better not go back in there again. It's going to be a lot of writing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I walk in there, I get a new assignment. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's uh, Anton.org is where the, uh, the the information is. And full disclosure, I'm the administrator of the affiliated New Thought Network. So uh, I'm, I'm also a guy in that as well as INTA as I show up everywhere. You're omnipresent. You're omnipresent, Bill. Everywhere. All at everywhere. once. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> so the other thing, the other thing that Shad Groverland talked about um, was generative artificial intelligence. Right. And I want to hit on that because, um, folks, for those that don't know, uh, Reverend Bill's got a program here on the network on Monday's Practical Prayer podcast that happens at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. You can catch him every week. And I, I did, I'm so busy with stuff. That I didn't catch your show this week, Bill. I do apologize for that. But I do understand you and Carol had a great conversation about AI and uh, share a little bit. What, what were the results of that? Well, pre-show, um, she did the fastest turnaround I've ever seen somebody do on a topic because I was talking to her about you know, what Shad was saying about artificial intelligence and how, you know, it's a danger and it's a threat and it could undermine a lot of stuff that's going on. And she gave me the usual response, which is, this is just technology. You know, we're sounding like our, our, our parents or grandparents when they were worried about Elvis's swiveling hips or the dangers of rock and roll music or, uh, you know, fill in the blank of whatever the, the, the older generation is worried about the younger generation getting into. She says it's technology, it goes in waves, it comes along, there's something new, uh, it becomes ingrained and it's fine. So she's, she, she was very much minimizing it. And I then told her the other part of the story, um, which is that there are ministers who are giving ChatGPT a prompt to write a sermon for them and then they're reading the sermon to their congregation. And Carol spent 35 years on the pulpit, three different Christian denominations. And what she does is she teaches pastors how to write sermons. And she was said, oh, stop. <laughs> Hit the emergency brake, 180 degree turn. This is not okay. And then, so that's what we did the episode on. And, um, and the question is, and it's really valid, is if you give a prompt to ChatGPT and it creates a script for a sermon and then you stand in front of the the congregation and give that sermon where is spirit in all of that where's that connection to spirit in all of it and it's on one hand it's it's the question that ministers like asking each other and other people say hey, what do you mean there's spirit in that so i have done that a couple of times um when i first got my chat gpt account set up and I, I, I thought about this. I wasn't going to use it, but I said uh, around Easter time, I said, uh, write a, a sermon uh, on the metaphysics of Easter. And what came out was not bad. Made you know, five very interesting points, which are the ones that you would normally make in a sermon about forgiveness and transformation and et cetera, et cetera. And it was, it was a completely acceptable and uninspiring talk about Easter. You know, a, a little bit like um, like cotton candy. You know, it's kind of got a nice little taste to it, but it's got no substance. And the other thing that I've been doing for years and years and years is, is a thing called God Calls. And it's a 30-second message 
that is uh, inspirational because I have the ability to take a metaphor and turn it into a spiritual talk and summarize it in a half a minute. And so after the episode this week, I told ChatGPT, write a 30-second inspirational talk based on a common metaphor. And that was the prompt. And it came out with a God call, which was okay. And it was, a, it was an interesting metaphor. It was a roller coaster metaphor, which, you know, the highs and lows of life and the fear and the rolling through it and anticipating the change and that, you know, embrace the highs and lows, embrace the fear. Um, and again, it was not bad. So I edited it down because it did not come out sounding like me. And then I recorded it and I've played it for a few people and then told them that it was uh, generative artificial intelligence. And they said, yeah, it, it wasn't bad, but it didn't have the, uh, the insightful, the, the bite that they usually have. Right. So, which brings to me, when we do that, what are we giving up? And do we know what we're giving up? And with the rewrites and the, and the, and the organ, reorganization, did it save you any time? See, I have found it hasn't saved me any time. I've tried it with some things and did, and did an experiment, put in a talk prompt for a talk that I, I was scheduled to give. And I found very much the same thing. Eh, it's okay. It, it, it's one of, it creates those bland clickbait articles that when I read them, I don't feel like I've learned anything. I feel like I've just... Oh, okay. That was interesting. It feels like, and then I spend more time rewriting and putting myself into it and making it sound spirited, let's say authentic, let's say. And I don't know that it saves any time. I think it just, I don't know. Is it a prompt in it? Is it only a prompt in itself? And as, as you're talking, no, it didn't particularly save any time, but it doesn't really take me any time to flesh out the story. What takes me time when I'm, when I'm recording God calls is to say, what am I going to talk about for this 30-second segment? So right. the next thing I'm going to try is suggest four topics for inspirational, you know, using a, using a common metaphor. Because all I really needed from that was roller coaster, and I would have run with it. Right. Yeah. All right, Dale, this one's for you. Uh, <laughs> Uh oh! If all <laughs> if all of is is of the divine, then how is AI of the divine? Well, that would be like a, a counterpoint to what we're talking about. Is that if spirit is everywhere present all the time, and spirit works through all of creation, then isn't God working through AI as well? So. Uh, and then we could talk about, well, do robots have souls? So, and are they all going to rise up and kill us? And this is just the beginning. So we could ask them to write a apocalyptic novel based on the idea that they're going to take over. Now that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and that would make a great show on Netflix. <laughs> You heard it here first. Like what happens when GPT starts talking to Bard? What what happens when somebody puts two or three of these AI models into an environment and lets them talk amongst themselves and lets them feed each other prompts? What I, I keep getting to this point that chat GPT is only as intelligent as what we feed it. It's only because it, it can only draw from what's already out there on 
on the internet. It's not creating anything new. It's not intuiting anything new. It's not sharing anything that hasn't been shared a billion times because that's how it determines what's valuable is what there is more of in the internet. Well, so I it, think this circles back around to kind of where we began with this about clickbait and are we, you know, uh, helping people stay addicted to their devices. A machine is never going to replace human connection. Right. So, okay. you know, I, 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 AI may be able to fake empathy, but I can feel it when someone's faking empathy. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, these are useful tools right now. I write uh, Unity publishes little booklets. Um, the Lint booklet, the Advent booklet are some of our most popular. And I write little uh, short articles for that. I always run it through Grammarly before I submit it just to make sure I haven't made any errors in spelling, punctuation, grammar, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I tend to go within. <laughs> <laughs> before I write the article and during the article to see what uh, Spirit has to say. I don't know if uh, Chat GPT is capable of doing that yet. Right. No. And, and I'm going yeah. to take a swing at, at, at that question. Uh, what would happen? What will happen when you get two or three AI models talking to each other? is my guess it will very rapidly turn into a heated discussion about a conspiracy theory and something that is completely <laughs> disconnected from reality. As soon as we give it its own little ecosystem, it will make something up and then argue about the made-up stuff and reinforce a made-up point with stuff from reality, and, it, and, and then all bets are off. And oh, by the way, the training model for the, our generative artificial intelligence is essentially as much human knowledge as we can get. And humans have the ability to just do some wacky crap. So right. if, 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 if it's emulating the best of us and the worst of us, eventually that average is going to get dragged way down. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Eventually it, it dumbs down the whole, the whole process because all it's doing is feeding itself junk, right? We... Here's my call, and and we're watching the time here, folks. So we know we got we got to get out of here shortly. But if we feed the AI positive, inspirational messages, if we feed the AI and flood the and flood the internet with more spiritual content, then that's more that the AI has to pay attention to, and more it has to draw from when it creates its answers to things in the world. So I think it's a great opportunity. Um, we're going to mix a whole bunch of things here for us to be the influencers of how AI is going to reflect back to us who we really are as, as humanity. I love it. I think and if uh, AI, three or four AIs were talking to themselves, I would probably think, are they talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> and Wait, and I Robert, what God knows of me. Are they gossiping about me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Reverend Dale wins the free practitioner session of the week. Please Dale, call any one of our ministers for a free practitioner session next week. Uh, yeah, no, they're not talking about it. 
They're talking about some country. What? What do you mean they're not talking about me? Oh, now you want them to be. <laughs> they're talking about some country singer we've never heard before. Um, <laughs> hey, folks, uh, we are going to wrap this up here today. But if you want to catch more of Reverend Bill, please do so on Mondays. It's Practical Prayer Podcast, as well as New Thought Philly is with us in our all-day Sunday broadcasts. You can catch Reverend Bill and Just the Talk on Sunday afternoon here on the New Thought Media Network. And uh, sneak peek, wink, wink. We're going to bring Unity of Savannah, and Reverend Dale is going to join us on All Day Sundays uh, here in the next couple months. We're in pre-production for that and going to get that all set up so you'll be able to catch his weekly sermons here on Sunday afternoons as well, part of the New Thought Media Network All Day Sunday programming. So, um, gentlemen, thank you both so much. Uh, I don't think I've had quite this much fun with a bunch of middle-aged white guys all at one time in, in a while, so this was really a good time. And, uh, and I hope you'll both make it back and come back and join us again sometime. I'm Thank positively you. inspired, Reverend. <laughs> Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. And, and stay sincerely, cool. I appreciate being invited. <laughs> it was good to hang out with you guys. Yes. Good to be with all of you folks. Um, real quick, before we go, I do want to shout out to Linda. Linda asked a question, what retreat are okay for those of us who are not practitioners or ministers? Truthfully, Linda, I think all of them do a great job at creating a welcoming environment, regardless of where you are on the New Thought Path. Uh, my personal suggestion would be uh, consider joining us at the ANTN conference in Unity Village. It's October 2nd through the 6th of this coming year. Uh, the main housing, the housing on site is sold out, uh, but New Thought Media Network does have some space left in our house, and there's plenty of housing in, in the immediate area. But it's going to be a really fun uh, conference. And this one, as Bill was saying, is really built to provide retreat time, not just a convention. Uh, so I would really encourage you to consider that. If you'd like more information, reach out to us here on New Thought Media Network, info at ntmedia.org. We'll be happy to share that with you. All right, we're going to get out of here, but coming up next, Be Your Own Hero with Sekou Wright starts in about five minutes uh, or a little less. Uh, 8.15 is our morning prayers. 8.30 morning sip with Reb Melissa. 9 o'clock, Emma Moreno with Spanish language programming. 9.30 is our Spanish language prayer program. 10 o'clock, practicing infinite possibilities with Lindsay Leinbach. 1 o'clock, Reverend Barbara Schreiner Trudell's here with The Joy Show. I'll be back at 5 with the good news. Pastor Reverend Michael Mangus will be here at 6 with the Fireside Chat, and it all wraps up at 8.15 tonight with evening prayers. So plenty of opportunities to be with us and engage with the network today. We want to thank you for being here. Until next time, we're going to wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other sh** our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.